Hello and welcome to episode 16 of a Committed Life podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy what I have to say today. It uh, came upon me through a lot of reflection. And, you know, really this episode is, is all about, <clears throat> you know, a vision and a commitment. It's about a quote that I heard in a previous um, or in a podcast that I was listening to while I was on a run. So in previous episodes, we've talked or, or touched on the importance in preparing our environment, right? And manifesting positivity in our life and our goals and our dreams. We've talked about all those things. But all these things take vision and commitment. And vision requires us to look at where we currently are, but also, and most importantly, where we want to be, what we want to achieve, what goals do we have. We can have a vision of what we want to accomplish and have fantastic, well-developed plans and goals, but it means nothing without action. So recently I was listening to this podcast on this run and, and, it, and I asked, the host was talking to a person that was, had been successful and he asked the guest a question about how he knew or when he knew he was a success. And he responded in a way that, that um, he didn't expect him to. And frankly, I didn't expect him to either. He said, I predicted it would happen. And the host got really quiet. And it was quiet for what seemed like an eternity. I mean, I almost shut the podcast off. And the host was clearly taken aback. And eventually, after what seemed like, I mean, it did. It seemed like an eternity. I'd said it. Uh, he responded with, well, tell me more. And you could tell there was some skepticism in his voice and he didn't understand. And the guest at this point said, I knew I would be a success and achieve everything I wanted because I believed in what I was going to do. The host said, what gives you or gave you this confidence? You know, the guest said, because I was going to create my future. I was going to create it. It was going to come for me. I was going to be the one that was going to you know, create my ending, create my story to get what I wanted. And again, the host paused and before asking uh, or before answering um, or asking another question, he said, well, that's very bold. And at this time, the guest said, it's simple. The best way to predict your future is to create it. I'll say that again. The best way to predict your future is to create it. Well, clearly this guy predicted his future and he was going to create that prediction. He was going to make it true. So this quote totally blew my mind. I mean, it is, it's really that simple. I mean, and I'm asking myself as I'm listening to this, is it really that simple, that basic, that the best way to predict my future is to create it? And it turns out that it is that simple. I mean, it's not complicated. Success really rarely is complicated, but you have to be willing to follow some basic tenets. And, and these tenets are based on my thoughts, you know, what I think you've got to follow. And I'm going to roll through them here. So the first tenet to, to this is you've got to stop waiting for success to happen to us or for us. All too often, we sit around and hope that things will happen, wish that things will happen. We expect for things to happen and we just sit around and we wait and we wait and we wait and we wait and these things never happen, yet we never change. We continue to wait and we just think it's going to magically poof, you know, happen just like that, abracadabra, and we're going to have what we want. 
But if we want something, we've got to attack it. There can't be any longer. We can't sit around and wait. We've got to attack it. We've got to chase it. We've got to pursue it. We've got to hunt it with relentless passion and desire. It's got to be something we go after. The second tenet to making sure that, 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 that we make this work, that predicting our future and creating it happens is we've got to be committed fully and completely. You've heard me say over and over and over again in all these podcasts and all my morning messages how important commitment is. And you cannot let up. There can be no doubt what your mission is and your commitment can never fade. It has to be your priority every second of every single day. It's got to be your priority. It has to drive what you do. Now, the third tenet is you must be willing to leave the people and the things behind that will stand in your way. So it's important to note, you can't pick and choose here. You can't pick and choose. For example, you can't have a friend for 30 years and decide all of a sudden and decide that, well, they, they're kind of in my way, but they've been my friend for 30 years, so I'm still going to keep them around. No, if they're in your way, if they do things to detract from your goals and dreams, then you can't have them around. You've got to make a decision here. Some longtime friends are not going to make the cut. Some things that you used to love to do aren't going to make the cut. You're going to have to make some tough decisions to eliminate some people and things in your life that get in your way of creating the future that you saw for yourself, right? So your prediction can become true. Number four, the fourth tenet, you can't make excuses. Accountability reigns. There's no justifying. There's no rationalizing. Not ever. You have got to hold yourself accountable every single day. And you can't make excuses. You can't rationalize. You can't justify what you do. It has to happen because it's what needs to happen for your goals to create that predicted future. And the fifth tenet is you got to be open to taking some risks. But every risk, every move you make, every decision, it's got to have a purpose. It can't be willy-nilly. It's got to have a purpose, and it must be driven by the prediction of your future that you are going to create. Has to be. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. So those are the five things, the five tenets. Now, these five tenets may strike you as difficult or hard to follow, but let's be honest. If you really want something, I mean really, really want it, want it so bad you feel like you're going to die if you don't get it, then these five things aren't going to be difficult. If you sit down after this podcast and you reflect on what, what I've said and what I've shared with you, and you ask yourself what you want, and you begin to predict your future and decide you're willing to create that future for you, you can't do anything but accept the five tenets. Again, you've got to stop waiting for success to happen and make it happen. You've got to be fully committed. You've got to be willing to leave behind the people and things that don't support your predicted future. You can't be an excuse maker. And finally, you've got to be open to taking some risks. Everything you do has to have a purpose, but you've got to be willing to take some risks. If you can't accept those five things, then your prediction isn't something you will ever achieve. It's not something you will ever be able to create. It's nothing more than a false narrative, and you don't want anything different for yourself. Not really. Okay, You don't want anything other than what you have right now. So when you decide that you're going to create a future for yourself, 
you got to be fully committed and you got to be willing to do these five things. Now, these five things aren't something I read in a book. These five things aren't something that someone's told me. They're five things from my heart, through my own life experiences, through my own observations that I believe have to happen. Now, when I go to my own journey and my own, you know, and I start thinking about how I got to where I am now, my prediction for my future was a negative one. By July of 2019, I saw nothing in my future other than death. I mean, that was the one certain thing for me I knew. That was my predicted future, and I was creating it already. I knew through all the food and the tobacco that I was on my way to the grave. Throw in drinking, and, and, it, all, and it all became a dangerous cocktail. No pun intended, especially given the high-stress job I have. Uh, not only was my, my prediction death, but I felt I knew how it was going to happen. I knew it was going to go down. It was going to go down in one of three ways. I was going to have a sudden heart attack of massive proportions, die pretty much instantly wherever I was, most likely in my office chair, okay? The, the, the second one that I thought would happen was I would just stop breathing in my sleep. You know, I, I didn't, I, I was never diagnosed with sleep apnea, but I assumed I had it. And I just assumed I would die in my sleep. And the third one, the one that scared me the most, that scared the hell out of me and still drives me and scares the hell out of me today as I just continue to gain weight, I just become immobile and get to a point where I was a thousand pounds and need somebody to wipe me and bathe me and clean me and feed me and make my clothes. And I wasn't going to be able to be anywhere. I was going to be bedridden and I was going to die right there in a bed that probably was, was going to be laying on the floor because there's no bed frame to support me. And I was going to be have to have, and they were going to have to cut a hole in my house and take me out by a forklift to get me out of the house and then probably lay me on a flatbed pickup truck or in a semi because they wouldn't have an ambulance to take me. And that was the third one. And all three of these things, all three of these things were a visual that I realized I couldn't live with. And I was at that crossroads, right? I I could give up and succumb to that prediction or I could create a new future for myself. I could create a new ending. But that new ending... And making changes was just as scary because change and accountability and honesty with oneself and the idea that I could die trying this to create my new future are hard to wrap your brain around. It would have been easier to just die and do nothing. I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, it would have been much easier, right? I could have just died and and that could have been the end of it. So be it, right? But why did I make the decision to do something? Well, why did I, I I chose bariatric surgery. So why did I choose the surgery? I knew if I did nothing, right? If I just continued down that path, one result was certain I was going to die no matter what. And we're all going to die eventually, but I was going to die early and, and not live a full life. So I knew that there was no magic pill and there was no solution for this problem. It was going to take a lot of hard work, whether I lost the weight on my own, whether I had bariatric surgery, whatever, right? There was no magic pill or solutions. The options I had in my mind through that previous prediction, I was creating 100% certain death. But with action, if I took action, came an opportunity to live. And at the very least, I would go down as a fighter and I would be in control of my own fate. And I want you to remember that, be in control of my own fate. And and I remember one of my favorite poems, as a coach, it, it drove me a lot. And one of my favorite poems was the poem Invictus by William Ernest Henley. 
and it spoke to me. And, and I'm going to read you the poem real quick. So it, it's, it says, uh, Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. So he's talking about that darkness he's in, right? But his soul, his soul is strong. And I felt my soul was strong. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeoning of chance, my head is bloody but unbowed. And I felt my head was bloodied and un- but unbowed. I've been in battles, right? I've been in battles with my weight. I've been in battles over who I was and, and how I felt about myself. But I was still determined to keep trying. The next stanza, beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade. And yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. Because I'd been through those wars and I was bloodied and unbowed, I was not going to be afraid to take on this challenge. And then the final stanza and the one that, that always sticks with me, right, is it matters not how straight the gate, how charged the punishments of the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. It was all in my hands. You know, a poem that I'd loved really was right there. It told me everything I needed to know. My fate was in my hands. I was the captain. I was the one that controlled it. I was the one that, even though we're all dying, even though I had a chance to figure out how I was going to do it, was I going to lie down and die and just give up? Or was I going to be the captain of my fate, the master of my soul, right? I was going to be the, the one that chose how I went down. And so Invictus spoke to me, you know, and it's spoken to a lot of people. I mean, it's a great poem. Nelson Mandela used to listen to it or used to recite it and, and when he was imprisoned. Um, you know, it provides strength to people, right? And once I'd made the decision, once I had predicted I would be successful, I predicted I would be successful. I had no choice. There was no doubt because I was creating the story already. I was in control of the narrative. I controlled what I put in my body. I controlled when I worked out. I controlled my attitude. I controlled my direction in life. I controlled my addictions. I controlled everything that I decided from here on out. Things now happened for me instead of to me. I was choosing to create the new ending for myself. So this next week, There's two things I want you to do as you move through the week. The one is I want you to remember that the best way to predict your future is to create it. The best way to predict your future is to create it. Create your future through your choices and decisions. And the second thing I want you to remember is the thing I tell you every week. When your commitment is greater than your feelings, you get results. When your commitment is greater than your feelings, you get results. You're going to have something to be proud of at the end. They may not always be the results you want in the beginning, but you never give up because, because like William Ernest Henley said, I'm the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. Okay. There's no doubt my head is bloody, but it's unbowed. Fine. You know, the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid for my unconquerable soul. All those things right there. That's why when your commitment is greater than feelings, you get results because you never give up. Have a great week, everybody. And remember, all right, I'm here for you, but I'm here for myself, and it makes me better. Let me know if you have any feedback.